My name is Olusha Ogundeji, and I'm here to uh, continue from where we started last time. If you join us last one in our last episode, we discussed um, how cryptos have what it takes to make many Africans independent. How cryptos has been uh, cryptocurrencies have been empowering some Africans to the point that they they no longer depend on the system for all they need. In fact. The system has not really been um, helpful in some instances, but they are trying to carve out something for themselves without involving themselves in anything um, nefarious. So we talked about cryptocurrencies, giving Africans an opportunity to create a form of engagement, something to do for for some Africans you know, who would rather remain unemployed. It's giving them the opportunity to improve their level of financial education. Like we mentioned earlier, that they most this, especially for those who are um, using this opportunity created by the um, cryptocurrency space and COVID-19 outbreak, they're using it to perfect their trade as freelancers, offering remote jobs, opportunities, and then they have to be their own banks. They do their own accounting, do their own invoicing, savings, and so on. So they've kind of developed their level of um, financial education. It's also prompted some of our Africans to, to make themselves strategically valuable. They've try to improve their knowledge in a particular area of expertise. They try to make themselves more relevant in, glo- in, the, in the global job market to be able to, they are becoming more marketable. So I will conclude that they, this all indicates, indicates an improved living standard for, for some Africans when compared to what was obtainable some years back. So. In other words, the emergence of digital currency, digital assets class, and from nothing to something this big, about $2 trillion now, it's like setting some Africans free from depending or clinging to handouts from one person or from one government or system. And they are now trying to experiment in some other areas of their lives. So it's giving them it's giving many Africans the opportunity to at least have a shot at a better life. You know, there are certain things that um, many of us as Africans have. We have this aspiration. We want to achieve some goals. So many things we have set up to do in our minds, in our in our thinking. But the system is just not cooperative. The environment is not conducive to achieve some of these things, which is one of the reasons why many of us in Africa tend to expose ourselves to some form of danger, to get from one point, to move out of Africa so that we can be able to achieve our dreams. You know, So, with the, the emergence of cryptocurrencies, um, several Africans, at least some that I know, have had the opportunity of doing something that they would love to do for themselves. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad or negative, but they are trying to achieve that dream, that plan, that project that they've 
or always had in mind, but felt like I will not be able to do this because I don't have this, I don't have that. It's been an opportunity for them to to make an attempt at getting something achieved. You know, some of us have been in a system in Africa where most of what we have known has been have been routine now. It's the same thing. We've known it all for the most part of our life. The same set of people ruling us, the same condition of living economy of our economy, the same story of things are hard, things are difficult. We hear this same story almost every day. You know, we have these stories from our grown up folks that oh Things were much more better some years back. You know, we all hear these stories every day. I know it may seem to some that uh, wouldn't that make some Africans become rebellious against the government or system because because of the freedom they tend to get from this kind of uh, digital asset uh, emergence? I, I won't agree to that. It's it's not um, a kind of being rebellious. But, you know, there is likely to be some kind of uh, changes. It, will, it is not rebellious, but, it, but some changes should be expected. You know, we've been all, we have people who's been old enough to get married, been old enough to get a job, been old enough to start doing basic things like a man or a woman should do at a particular age, but they've not been able to do that. Now, they now have an opportunity and imagine digital economy, which has been growing steadily for the past decade. I mean, it gives them some kind of financial freedom. It gives them some kind of, um, uh, and it empowers them in such a way. So the way you expect someone who's now being empowered to respond to certain things would definitely be different. It shouldn't be considered as being rebellious, but it should be seen as a new face, something that's changing. You know, so rather than being held down by circumstances, they think could have been less impactful or not impactful at all, they now see an opportunity to change things. I definitely believe that they will take it and they will try to run with it. So there is some there are some changes that should be expected. So they see the opportunity, they see an opportunity to, to do things differently. You don't expect things to remain the same. So it's it's a matter of understanding to see it like not being rebellious, but definitely there is a, there are some changes that will be expected, something to be done differently. So, you know, some will tell you that the system doesn't allow young people to operate to the maximum. Then when so when they come across an any opportunity to break out of that restriction, you know, it will seem so that it's like being rebellious on both sides or something like that, but it's just the changes that should be expected. The restricted will feel liberated to try new things, while the restrictor will feel like he or she has less control over the restricted. So there's going to be a kind of a clash of ideology, but it's not going to mean, it doesn't really mean that it's like um, being rebellious against the system. It's just a matter of understanding. So I believe it's one of the reasons why some governments were against the development of cryptocurrencies in the first place, because they don't have the lack of control. It's very important. They don't have the control 
over what is being done and how it's being done in that particular system, in that particular uh, particular uh, ecosystem. So in my understanding, I, I take it that the emerging crypto-based economy is giving a lot of people the chance to confront their fears. It's giving them the opportunity to try new things, to 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 move up on the ladder, to 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 bring for their creative ideas it is giving the opportunity to be more creative you know they 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 have the idea the opportunity to look deeper into opportunities around you know when you don't have any resources available to you then you now you always what you have what you think you know what you think you can do you have to ne be neglected but when you see a, a tiny opportunity that could bring all these dreams to realization you are likely to to grab it with to, with your two hands, so it's giving people, especially from Africa to to South America, the ability to connect freely. You know, the networking. People are with like-minded people, even though they have not met in person, but they find that they're able to connect in the technology world and the the currency field. They connect ideas. They come up with initiatives that are launched across continents, and that's a very very good good one. So it's also help to in connect in terms of building cross-cutting ideas into something beneficial. There are some projects now in the crypto space that a lot of people are so eager to participate in it because it, it speaks the minds of many young people. Those ideas that have been trapped for so long, they are now being unleashed now. People are feeling liberated to, particularly young people, they are feeling liberated to be able to experiment with new ideas and to see what the cost, what idea, what problems they are trying to solve for the for their immediate society. So, with all said, I know that uh, despite all these things that is empowering our young minds, our young Africans, I know some will still find a way to abuse or misuse the opportunity. I know that, but I want to assure us. I want to say that I don't mean to say that their actions will be representative of a majority. Because um, they are a minority in this field, but rather a tiny fraction of the uh, youthful population that are benefiting from imagine evolving ecosystem. The the the, the impact. Yeah, I realize. I recognize that the 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 impact of their this tiny fraction of those who abuse or misuse opportunity presented by cryptocurrencies may rub on others. But I know that. Notwithstanding, the emergence and growth of the cryptocurrency ecosystem is still and will continually be an opportunity of a lifetime that many in Africa have been waiting for. By that, I don't mean for those who are engaged in need to speculate. I know there are some speculators or those who fall for uh, this rug pulls, this get-rich-quick approach, you know, but... Honestly, there is a great opportunity to build something here. And I know some Africans are taking every chance to move 
up on the ladder concerning this uh, the, the, the discovery. I see the African system, you know, basically in my own view, I see the African system as this David and Goliath thing. I'm, I'm sure we are all familiar with that, um, that narrative of how David seems so small to this Goliath being a giant, you know. So in, in Africa, basically, for many young Africans, we, we see starting up challenges in Africa as insurmountable sometimes. We see these obstacles, this kind of too too big, too massive of an obstacle that will stop us from moving forward. You know, and at some time, some point, it could be frustrating. You want to get some things done, you have to go through a porous system that you have to pay some charges levied against you and at the end of the day you just one day wind up deciding not to pursue the idea anymore you know and sometimes it can just be just simply impossible to move ahead so processes are so porous it seems so undoable at some time and it can drain you i want to encourage us i mean as africans basically to understand that the boredom that this all this um inconveniences create it brings out the creativity in you in us you don't need to give up on that and that's why i want to challenge us to put on our thinking cap i want to encourage us to go back to the drawing board let no one take that away from you go back look around you see the emerging cryptocurrency um environment uh, ecosystem look at it look at what you can make out of it it's an opportunity of a lifetime for every one of us i can see some projects coming out from africans and africans americans and it is that is quite encouraging of late and i want to encourage more africans to go all out there think about something you can work with and you can build on this evolving ecosystem it's going to be an opportunity of a lifetime for someone and i hope that person will be just you so don't let anyone take away that purpose which has been laid into your hands i want to encourage you to go for it do your best to make sure that that purpose in your life it is achieved I want to encourage us, if you have your contributions for this uh, edition, send it to us at africanbrief at gmail.com. Or if you want to be a part of our mailing list for more information so that we can update you when we post new uh, podcasts, you can still write us at africanbrief at gmail.com for comments, contributions, and suggestions. All are welcome. Have a great day. Bye.